are that was not much of a heads up we're live hello again team hello hello hi hello all right i am looking at six potential podcast topics right now let's see which one grabs me um Hmm. Two are very interesting. Let's get to two. Um, all right. Pre-COVID, sending samples and virtual calls weren't weren't a thing, at least in my world. I literally didn't know how to do a video call at, at the beginning of, of COVID. Um, it was always someone has interest in the product is driving or jumping on a plane. So now in this like more efficient world for sure, we're just like, wait, I want to like think about how I want to use my day. I'm not just going to like drive for five hours for like a silly 20 minute meeting. So number one is, is just like how we want to compare the two. Like what, when is it? And there's some super obvious ones, but like the, the, the less obvious one of when you should go for the in-person versus sending samples, trying to set up a virtual call. Uh, Brooke Davis, what do you think? Um, I think it's kind of dependent on what the buyer uh, kind of leads you to believe. If they would rather do a virtual meeting than accept the virtual meeting, they'd rather do in-person, do in-person. Um, obviously shoot for the in-person and kind of focus on that in your email. But at the end of the day, if they want to go virtual, go virtual. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, uh, make you dive a little deeper. So I feel like for the most part, it's, it's us driving the way it should go. So if it's, uh, you can roll with any example. This is what's coming to me now. It's a 6,000 person school. They're two and a half hours away. So you're talking about literally a day and they want to see two products, it's a new relationship, and it's you who can take the lead. It's either, hey, I'd love to come and see you, here are some days, or can I send you samples and we set up a call? Which Where are you going? In person, for sure. Um, I think relationships are very important, and the face-to-face -face is a huge aspect in our selling process in general. Um, so if given the option, 100% in person. Okay, strong. Strongly agree. I like the answer. Uh, Christy and then Chris, what do you guys think? And then I'll one up it. I would, I would agree with what Brooke said, um, especially for a new relationship. I think we can hardly beat doing it in person. It's just so much easier to read people's body language and to kind of connect with them, have that small talk and other things on top of presenting something. Um, but I think those opportunities are rarer and rarer now. Mm-hmm. Chris? I'm just going to agree with everything uh, that was just said. But I think um, as you develop more and more relationships, um, I think it becomes easier. Because I, I, I do agree. When you first have a new relationship, you, it's so important to go there and meet them face to face. And then everything else you can do could be you know, in front of a computer. Mm -hmm. But I think that as you develop more and more relationships, now you've done this and your dots are all over the map. Say you got to go to Washington, D.C. Well, if I'm going to, or wherever, I mean, that's a bad example. Yeah. But if you're going to go somewhere, while you're there, tap into one of your other contacts. I mean, you know, turn it into like a little day-night doubleheader kind of thing where mm -hmm. you're there, 
hit that other person, you know, where you can hit them in person while you're there. So I think as you start to open up those relationships, more and more of that could happen. And I think that makes you really efficient and really good, you know? Yep. So we're, yes, we're all on the same page there for sure. Let's say it's the same, like six, 7,000 person school and it's four hours away and overnight and, and two days. So it's either like, Awesome. Well, maybe or maybe not. Uh, 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 awesome in, in in person. Excuse me, virtual call or overnight, two days. What do what do we? Uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go the opposite way. Chris, what do you think? Well, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. I'm sorry. So I'm same same account, six seven thousand person school, but now it's a four four and a half hour drive. So basically, you're you're in it for two days. Well, that's what, that's kind of what I was, that was my answer before is I guess I would do it the same for either. I mean, two and a half hours, fine. I mean, that's a six hour drive each way. I would kind of explore that, but I would do the same thing. It doesn't matter what the distance is. I would probably try try to do both. I mean, where that cutoff is maybe inside of two hours, I wouldn't do that, but two and a half hours. Eh. I mean, for me, that takes me down into like central New Jersey, Eastern PA, so that's kind of, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of where I would say that's right okay. there. That's right at the line. OK, you know, I'm going to jump in. So I, th- I think my answer is me and I'm a- asking softball questions. So I'm going to I'm going to change it up for Christy and Brooke. And then, Chris, if you want to answer. Is there anything now that pre-COVID you pre-COVID you'd be like, I'm there, like I'll drive, I'll fly. Where now you'd be like, eh, eh, do I just want to like send samples and do this virtually? Has anything changed there, Christy? Uh, for me personally, probably not, but I think that's, that's definitely a personal decision. Yep. Um, I still, if someone's willing to give the opportunity for an in-person and I think, you know, they were gauging the distance too, as well. So if they're asking you to come in person and they know you're going to be doing four or six hour or whatever it is, they're probably pretty interested. I don't find a lot of buyers like typically are going to just kind of drag you all over the world if they're really not interested. Yeah, I, I hear that, Brock. Yep, I mean, kind of agree with Christy there. There's nothing that I personally, nothing that's holding me back personally. Um, but I feel like living in such an unknown COVID world, you don't know um, people's feelings towards it and if they want to do an in-person. So again, it's just yeah. reading the buyer and seeing um, yeah. What, what their ideas. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I'm talking about like the state of the world. I'm just worried of just more like thinking about like efficiency. Like, so for me, it was automatic. Anytime someone wants to see me, it was just like, I'd go. And then like certain accounts now, if I saw them like a couple months ago, like had the in-person and then there was interest in a new product, uh, pre, pre-COVID, I would have drove again. If it was like two, three hours now, I'd be like, I, I wouldn't, uh, I would send them samples and like jump on a call to discuss. So I think that I, I do, I do analyze a bit more before giving away a whole day, even though obviously there's nothing more powerful than in person and definitely with new, new accounts in person uh, is, is a, is powerful. Chris. I have a hard time, you know, I mean, I agree with, with, with what uh, Brooke and Christy said. I, if somebody is initiating an in-person, I mean, to, to, to backpedal and turn that into virtual. I'm, I'm just, I, I wouldn't do that. That's not my DNA. I couldn't, I mean, I would feel, what am I doing? I mean, that, that they want to see me, they're going to see me. That's just how it is. I mean, to me, that that's a stronger relationship than somebody who's just like, eh, 
just send me samples. Maybe we'll talk later. I mean, that I view that as a compliment. So I would never turn that into a virtual. I, I mean, even if it means, yeah, I'm going to have to burn a day or what, I, I feel it's important. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's great. For, for sure. You know, if anyone asked for me for an in-person, I wouldn't say no. It's just if I was spearheading it and, and was leading it, certain situations pre-COVID where I would have drove, now I, I, I would I would think twice on some. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. Um, uh, all right. <laughs> putting you guys on the, on the spot here, but it's, it's also on the list. Actually, we're getting to three today. So I don't know. Let's see how this unfolds. So it's very interesting to me. And I really care about what you guys have to say about creating company culture. If it was remote beforehand or now, you know, it's for, for most companies, like there's certain things that I hear and I'm like, Ooh, that's so like, forced and cheesy and not not in a company flow like when i hear like 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 my my office mate and other people like virtual happy hours i'm like ooh, that seems that seems like so forced what do you what do you guys think of like what do you guys think is like cheesy and forced with you've seen over the years or have heard about or been participating in a creating culture company culture and what do you think is really important and and actually hits the spot Brooke? Oh, gosh, Matt, I was hoping you wouldn't call on me. <laughs> Chris? Um, there you are. Up to you. Chris, you want to start off? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't really, I don't really feel like, I mean, I don't, I, it's just a hard question to answer because honestly, I, I'm certainly not about, I don't, I don't think virtual happy hours. I, that's not really, I'm not jazzed up for something like that. I would think that would be kind of yeah. a little weird, but um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't speak for, from any like personal experience in the last few years. I, I don't really have an example. I, I don't know. I, as long as it's just, it's all about call. Like let's all get together. Let's all get together. Let's all get, as long as that's not too much, you know, have a couple few of those every week. And that's it. I mean, once you start getting into, you know, four or five times a week where everybody's getting together, I mean, you know, that, you know, you go out to a, a trade show or whatever, and the whole company's, you know, every night they're together. I mean, that some of that stuff's a little too much, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, you know, I, I haven't experienced anything like that. Yeah. So it's hard. Christian, and pass if this isn't a fair question. Christian, any thoughts on this of what's, what's like cheesy and forced and what really hits the spot for company culture? So I've definitely attended my fair share of, of virtual happy hours in the last two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not a fan of virtual happy hours, but mm-hmm. sometimes they can work depending on the team. Um, yeah. I, I think usually about into like, you've got a couple of people who don't drink and then it's that they're sitting there watching, watching everyone drink beer and they're not. And it's just kind of, everyone's like, it's four o'clock. We're kind of like ready to be done. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I've also done a lot of virtual coffee ones. Um, I'm not a big fan of those either, to be honest. Um, they've always ended up feeling kind of forced. Yeah, yeah. However, I've been in some of those where the conversation, where the kind of the rule was you only talk about non-work items, right? And it, the idea was to bring people together and get to know them the way you would if you were in an office and you were just, you know, chatting when you had lunch or something like that. Some of those, you know, were very 
entertaining, I would say, or interesting, but I don't know that anyone came together really closer after them. Yeah. I do know how everybody brushes and flosses their teeth at my old office because that's, of them. That's so. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just to jump in real quick. Um, so like I, I've heard stories from some of the, my former, you know, reps that I've worked with and things like that, that they just have too many meetings, right? You have a meeting about a meeting and then, you know, like that kind of stuff. And that's, mm-hmm. That's where I, I've, I've never experienced that, but that type of a culture, but, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Know? Like for, for me, like even like we have a really great company vibe, but like a virtual happy hour, just like, eh, it just feels like forced. And like, and like, yeah, just forced. Like for me, what I like is almost, I guess, what we're creating is like during our team meetings that like, and it's not something I think about, but like if we end up like, chatting about whatever not just like the weekend thing even if we're just like being silly and talking about like sales or or brands like for me that's like fun authentic connection and i guess this as well um you know where we're yeah yeah it's just uh, yeah authentic is is usually more flowing you know when we're at expo that kind of happy hour game on that's an absolute delight but uh yeah uh brooke thoughts um, no, I, I basically agree. I'm kind of on the same boat as Chris. I've never really experienced uh, a, a virtual world where I had to be forced into a company culture. Um, when I went virtual, I was already pretty tight knit with my company. So um, it, it, we really didn't have to stay in touch with anything virtual. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would say, you know, it's all about efficiency. And I think uh, keeping it as like two or three team calls a week, just so we can all kind of catch up, know, know what's going on, be on the same page is the most efficient and um, not sucking time out of anyone by requiring a team bonding event. Yeah, totally. All right. Last topic. And someone posted on LinkedIn and it was really interesting to me just saying that like, in this new school world, like the Calendly link is kind of, it's kind of the move. Like it's just kind of more efficient than like, Hey, Joe or Jane, like here are three time options. And it's weird because when people send me their Calendly link, I'm like, Ooh, so much easier. And I just like go in and choose something, but I always like feel, I don't know the exact word. It just, it feels like too much. If I'm like, here's my, I like feel like it's like too fancy and formal. I'm like, here's my Calendly link. But reading that, I think that was yesterday or two days ago. I'm like, Ooh, maybe I should start doing that. It's just so much more efficient. Um, what do you guys think? Like for, I guess it's different whether you're talking about buyers or non-buyers. What do you guys think about instead of doing the, here's what I have for times about just sending calendar link. What are your thoughts? Chris, I see you unmuted. Go for it. I think that that depends on who you're talking to. Um, it also depends on the depth of your relationship. I don't go that, I don't do that. Um, I don't have a problem typically. It's a little bit of back and forth, but I don't, I don't struggle with it and I don't have a problem with it. Um, so I would say, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't change. I mean, I'm fine with the way it is. I, I don't really, I don't know that where I've never done it like that. So yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. If it's not broke, why fix it? Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you one last thing. Do you like, uh, if someone sends you a Calendly link and you're like, Ooh, so much easier. Um, I mean, I guess it could be. Yeah. 
you know, I, yeah. I don't know really. Yeah. I, it's I've not really I haven't really experienced, you yeah. know, that Chris, too much. Christy, what do you think? I love Calendly links, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're dealing with multiple time zones. I really think it like takes a step out for you because it converts it right to your time zone. Um, and when you are, especially when you're working with multiple people, I think it's a lot simpler. I know that a lot of people, it can feel like a lot, right? Or it can feel very, well, wow, this is super formal. Um, but I'm a big fan of it. I think it makes, simplifies it for the person requesting the meeting, for the person choosing the meeting. You know, when I get sent one, it's just so great. I can go on there and go, oh, wow, I could choose any of these three days. Mm-hmm. Great. Instead of having to come up with, you know, like three times that might work. And mm-hmm. then I have no idea if the other person can even do those times. Yeah. No, no, I wish you could do like a buffer on Calendly. So you don't have like back to back, right? I bet you could. But, you can block Calendly off, you know, so you yeah, can use but you couldn't the like you want to have available. Yeah. I wish you could just like add like a five minute fluff, like, or yeah, on top of any call. Cause instead of like having to manually put in like fluff time or potential overtime, um, uh, Brock, what do you think? Yep. No, same as Christy. I like the simplicity of it. Um, I personally don't use one, but I do like when other people have it and you can kind of select whatever works for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't personally think I would ever need one. Um, but it, it is nice when someone has one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going, we're going, we're going one more. If, if, uh, if you have a, what you think is a video chat and someone shows up on audio, what, what's, what's, what's your move? Brooke, what's your move? This has happened to me so many times. Um, I just accept it. I keep my video on and I kind of make a joke about it in the beginning. Do you you ask And and just play it cool. No, I don't ask them to turn it on. I just say, oh, no worries. I wasn't sure uh, if if you preferred video or audio, I'll just keep mine on. Um, I'm usually sharing my screen. So it it doesn't sound like they're staring at me the whole time. Yeah. Christy? So it's funny because my husband and I were just talking about this the other night. Um, I think when you jump on with a team, right, like two people jump on together and then they're meeting someone and that person isn't on, it's always this thing of you're going to leave it on, at least in my mind, I'm going to leave it on because both of us have it on. But if it's just me meeting with someone, I'm pretty quick to probably go ahead and turn mine off. Um, It it personally kind of weirds me out to be on video with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah when they aren't yeah. and to me it's not important to them then to be on video so they probably don't really care that I am but it's that weird nuance I feel like you kind of have to do it quick otherwise you know you can't wait a couple minutes and they're like I'm going to turn my video off it's interesting so I usually ask I'm like hey no pressure at all I'm on uh you know I- I'm on video you know no worries if you want to stay on audio I don't know if that's like an aggressive, aggressive ask. that's aggressive I just like <laughs> they've already chosen to go with audio. Yeah, but I That's feel like impressive. I feel like a lot of people like I guess the marriage I'm speaking with. I feel like a lot of I don't know. I feel like yeah, maybe maybe that's aggressive. I think I think I might be real. I feel like I get a third of people being like, "Oh, I didn't know," or like or like, "Okay, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm being a a, a, a video." The other, <laughs> the other end. The other end. The other end of that is. Uh, well, if I'm making you uncomfortable, Matt, then I guess I will go on video. Thank you for putting me on the spot. I don't know. I yeah, see that as super but, but, but no, if, if it rolls with, if they're going to do audio, yeah, I'm 
hundred percent going to audio. I'm not. Yeah. That, that, that's I, I interviewed two people at my previous job and I kind of assumed that it was, would be assumed that you would be on video um, mm -hmm. interviewing for a position um, and had to ask them to turn their video on. And it was very apparent that they were not prepared for that, which was really surprising to me yep. in a virtual interview process. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One person was taking the video call sitting in their bed. So that was made it a very interesting call. Uh, speaking about speaking about that, it uh, said said softly like the backdrop. People, yeah, it, when people have like the bedroom backdrop, I'm just like, yeah, come on, like you know, office doesn't need to be a proper office, but like uh, by mm -hmm. any means, but yeah, not not into your personal life background is. is I kind of agree with that. I try to give people a little grace, especially early in COVID, because I feel like a lot of people are in like apartments, right? Totally. The closed off room for them is their bedroom, but it's so easy to just choose a different spot or you could do a fake background. And then, right, like it's impossible not to be nosy. You're like, ooh, Larry's got to fold his clothes. Like Jane's, Jane, interesting painting you've chosen. I see, I see your kiss poster on the back wall. Tell me yeah, about it. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're like, oh, hard rock, huh? And like, are you looking around my room? You're like, well, how am I supposed to not? See, that's why I just have plants. All the spots I sit have plants. Yeah. Plants. If, if anyone has a deep, yeah, if anyone has deep plants, they have some deep issues. Plants are deeply neutral. <laughs> um, all right, cool. That was a good sesh. I'm going to wrap it up. Bye, guys.